with Relationships in the Springtime, Cynthia Bryan on South America, and Heather Brittany with A Salute to Animals, all coming up right now on Star Style. Be the star you are. Stay with us. On Sound Authors, you can expect the unexpected. Kent Gustafson, Ph.D., author, publisher, professional musician, and now talk radio show host, will not only entertain you, but with new books and guest authors from around the world, will interview talented, independent musicians showcasing their fresh new music. Plan to join Dr. Kent and friends each Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on World Talk Radio Studio A. Sound Authors, where authors sound off. You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. Well, hello, Power Partners, and welcome to Radio's finest hour of power, Star Style. Be the star you are. I am Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth success coach with Tools for Living. So get ready to pump your energy, love, learn, laugh, listen, and live your dreams by reading great books and listening to positive media. Our segments today include an adventure in South America, turning lemons into lemonade, and a springtime of love with our guest Anna Weber, and then honoring our pets when Heather Brittany joins me in our Tea for Two segment later in the hour. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you to be the star of your own life. For more information on getting your private consultation by phone or in person, call 925-377-7827. That's 925-377-7827. And the first Miracle Moment is by Robert Strauss. Success is like wrestling a gorilla. You don't quit when you're tired. You quit when the gorilla is tired. And the second one is just one I thought was so important. The very best moment in any long journey that makes your dreams come true comes not on the day you realize that they have, but on the day that you realize how little they, little they matter compared to loving the adventure they inspired. Our purpose in providing you this radio show is to communicate to you that you already possess everything you need to be the producer, the writer, the director, and the star of your own life. I always have three rules. You must smile, you must have fun, and you must be willing to be wild and wacky. And, of course, we want you to read some books, and many of them are books that you have never heard of. As most of you who are are, are avid listeners already know, I am the author of four bestsellers, Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, Be the Star You Are, Business of Show Business and Miracle Moments, and on my latest journey to South America, 
my books completely sold out, so that was quite exciting. I'm also writing more books at the moment, and hopefully we'll have some out in the next year. For more information on how you can get autographed copies with the proceeds benefiting Be The Star You Are charity, which brings you this program, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's C-Y-N-T-H-I-A-B-R-I-A-N.com. Now, the motto at Be The Star You Are is, to be a leader, you must be a reader. So we hope that you just sit back and enjoy this show. Well, as I told you at the top of the hour, I have just returned from lecturing for several weeks in South America, and I had the opportunity to visit Chile, Argentina, Uruguay, the Falkland Islands, and even sailed around Cape Horn, which not many people get to do. That was really exciting. It was a phenomenal trip of a lifetime, absolutely spectacular scenery. And I came back today to thousands of emails and hundreds of phone calls. So if yours is one of them, just hold on. I promise I'm going to get back to you. Just give me a few days to catch up because I have also just been cast in a movie starring Sean Penn called Milk. It is the story of Harvey Milk, who is the San Francisco supervisor who was assassinated in uh, the early 80s. And I guess it's got a typecasting because I have been cast as a news reporter. And so I'll be working on that uh, movie in the next couple of days. So it might take me a few more days to get to all the emails and the phones and the letters. So please hang in there, bear with me, and I thank you in advance. Now, before I share some of my experiences, and I really wanted to tell you a little bit about South America because it is so exciting, I first also wanted to offer you some inspirational principles to live by. Many you may already know, and many I've been privileged to learn from friends and colleagues, uh, some of whom include Coach Don Wooden of UCLA and, and Jim Rohn, who is uh, such a motivational speaker and a writer. So that's why I wanted to give you that uh, success quote at the beginning, that success is wrestling is like wrestling a gorilla. You don't quit when you're tired. You quit when the gorilla is tired, because I thought that was actually very quite appropriate. So the, what uh, when we talk about principles to live by and living a legacy. Um, I wanted to share that life is really best lived in service to others. It doesn't mean that we don't strive for the best for ourselves, but it does mean that in all things that we serve other people, including our family, our coworkers, and our friends. And as I've often said here at Be The Star You Are, I feel that when we serve others, we really serve ourselves. So it is really um, a very interesting fact of life of the more you give, the more you get. Also, consider others' interests as important as your own. Much of the world suffers really just because people consider only their own interests, and people are always looking out for number one. But the way to really leave a legacy is to also look out for other people. You know the adage, love your neighbor as yourself. And even if you don't like them, it is interesting how important it is to at least be kind. Liking people has to do with emotions. Loving people has to do with actions. And when we fill our life with positive actions, more good begins to happen. Integrity is an absolute critical part of living a, a life of promise and of living a life of legacy. And that means that you, you have to walk your talk. Your reputation is the number one thing. And when people remember you, you want them to think that you were, and know it as a fact, that you were an honest person, that you always had 
integrity, and even when temptations came, you never cut corners or broke your own rules. You did what was right no matter what the cost, and that is very, very important. You also have to take risks in order to gain. You know, our three rules, smile, have fun, be wild and crazy. What we mean by being wild and crazy is that we want you to take risks, is to go out on that limb. We always say that's where all the fruit is. In just about every area of life, you have to risk in order to gain a reward. It's the same with love. You must risk rejection in order to ask that person out for the first time or even the second or the third. When you invest in others, your capital really goes up. And when we risk, we gain. When we gain, we have more to leave for others. So that all helps with our legacy. As a gardener, I have often said here on the show, we reap what we sow. And, in fact, you always reap more than what you sow. If you plant a seed, you reap a bushel. It's like when you plant a tomato plant, you don't usually just get one tomato. You get a whole bush of tomatoes. So when you, when you give well, you get well. And that's something, again, getting back to service to others. So what you put into the ground grows out of the ground, and it's one of the truest laws of the universe. So decide what you want out of life and then begin to sow it. Now, hard work is never a waste. No one's ever going to say, oh, it's too bad he was such a hard worker. People will say, oh, my gosh, that person was really lazy. So remember to always put your best foot forward and to give it your all. And failure is fertilizer. Don't give up when you make a mistake. Imagine what would have happened if people had given up early on. We wouldn't have electricity. You know, we probably wouldn't have indoor toilets. There's so many things that wouldn't have been invented had people given up on the first try. How many thriving businesses would have been shut down if they quit when they failed? So there really isn't any such thing as failure because everyone makes mistakes. Everyone falls. It's just a fact of life. But the strong keep going. Don't ever stop in your pursuit of a legacy. People have accomplished tremendous things much later in time. Think of Grandma Moses who didn't start painting until she was in her 80s. There's never a time to stop in your pursuit of being the best. In 4-H, we had a motto, making the best better, and I really believe that by living by those core principles that we become the kind of person that we want to be. Also, some things that I learned from uh, Coach Wooden. I, I was at UCLA, and I was a Bruin Bell, and John Wooden was just a hero there. But he wrote a book um, in the 1980s, 1988, called They Call Me Coach. And a couple of the things that he said that have inspired me include these. Be a gentleman at all times, and that goes for be a lady at all times. In other words, be polite, be courteous. Never criticize, nag, or, or raz a teammate. I always say offer feedback. So criticism is a negative. Feedback is a positive. Be a team player and always be a team player. doesn't mean you have to be a yes person to anyone, but be a cheerleader for others. Never be selfish, jealous, envious, or egotistical. Sometimes that's hard when other people are, are really succeeding quickly, but think about it. When we encourage others, we also encourage ourselves. Earn the right to be proud and confident. That gets back to not being egotistical. Be proud because you have the talents and gifts and you're using them to the, your expectations. Don't expect favors, alibis, and don't make excuses. Just tell the truth, getting back to have integrity. Have patience. Faith, hope, and patience are very important. I actually have a PEEP principle, which is passion, energy, enthusiasm, and perseverance. And then when you add the patience to that, it only gets better. 
Courtesy and politeness are just a small price to pay for the good, goodwill and affection for others. So these are some of the guiding principles for living. And just to put it all in a nutshell, do unto others as you really would like done unto yourself. Know yourself. Life is really what you make it. If you don't succeed, try, try again. And anything that's worth doing is worth doing well. The great essentials of happiness are something to do, something to love, and something to hope for, and most of all, be. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. Knowledge is potential power. Be calm, self-possessed, know what you are about, be sure you're right, then go ahead and don't be afraid. Live in the present and be in the now. So those are some of my ideas for great principles for living, and hope you'll take the time to try them out. So I now I'd like to just tell you a little bit about my trip to South America. It was really, really in, incredible. took American Airlines, which turned out to be quite comfortable, and i got to tell you, though, it was a long way. It was 24 hours door-to-door from going from San Francisco and back to San Francisco. My first stop was in Santiago, Chile, and then, which is a rather, um, a pollu- it's a very large city in, San- in Chile, capital of Chile, a rather polluted and smoggy uh, inland, but went over to Valparaiso and specifically to a wonderful beach town called Viña del Mar, where the beaches go on forever and ever, and the food is fabulous. The wine is just divine, and I guess that's a rhyme. And the accommodations were so great. Stayed in this uh, older hotel called uh, Cap de Mall, which was built in the 30s to look like a ship. It was over the water, and the waves just lap up, and you just hear the sound of the waves. You see the waves, and all the views from the windows are looking out over over the beaches of Chile. What I found very interesting, and by the way, I was lecturing there. Uh, I am, was just as I am on the radio, I do empowerment lectures, uh, enrichment lectures, home and garden lectures. I was lecturing on writing and on show business as well. And I had uh, just great, uh, great crowds the whole time. What I found very interesting is I was dealing with people who spoke Spanish, French, Italian, Portuguese, German, and English. And, of course, I don't speak Portuguese and I don't speak English. I also met some Dutch people. But most of the people I I was speaking with were speaking Spanish. So I had a great opportunity to really practice my Spanish. And there were quite a few French uh, people as well. So French and Spanish were the main languages that I was speaking all the time. So in uh, Viña del Mar, what I found to be very interesting in Chile, and as I traveled south, because I went from Viña del Mar, which is uh, partway down in Chile, all the way to the Cape Horn, and what was interesting on the beaches is Chile, as well as Argentina, is a land of late-night people. They love to go out and party and eat late at night. And so on the beach in the morning, you'd look out your window at 9 o'clock, and there would be nobody on the beach, absolutely white sand beaches. I could walk down the beach, run down the beach, and meet nobody. And then at 12 o'clock, the beaches would be absolutely filled, and from 12 to about 4.30, they were packed. It was bumper-to-bumper people because people took a break during that time. That's when office, businesses shut down, offices shut down, stores shut down before their siesta, and people go to the beach. 
And then they go back to work at when things open up again at 5, and usually they close at 10. And it was just interesting to see how packed it was. The restaurant, we would go to dinner at 11.30 at night, and still at 1.30 in the morning, the restaurants were still having more people come in. The nightlife would go on until the early hours. I, I'd be out, I haven't been out that late in a long time, 3 or 4 in the morning, but it was quite interesting. So very interesting things. As I traveled down, went river rafting on a fantastic river between two volcanoes in the south of Chile on a uh, rapids that were a class four. So we were really, really moving, and it was outside of... Um, Punta Mont, which is the, the closest city, about an hour and a half from it. Beautiful. The area looked a lot like Lake Tahoe or even like Switzerland, which was, quite, was really, really very fascinating. And then went south to an area called Punta Arenas, where I've never eaten such great seafood. They have, a, they have the uh, crab, the king crab down there. Uh, prices in Chile were equivalent to California, if not more expensive. But the fresh, fresh fish and the fresh seafood was something not to be missed. Also got to see a lot of penguins. It's really fun to see all the penguins. And something interesting about penguins is to avoid losing too much heat. Penguins have adapted to their environment by preserving a central body temperature of 104 degrees. And their feet have uh, problems, though, because that's the only area that isn't insulated by feathers or blubber. And they do have a mechanism that keeps their, their uh, feet warm. Uh, penguins also have uh, counter-current heat exchangers at the top of their legs, so their arteries supply warm blood to keep them warm. And in winter, penguins' feet are held a degree or two above freezing just to minimize the heat loss while avoiding frostbite. And so the, the penguins, to see thousands and thousands of penguins on the beach was something else. Sailed around Cape Horn, went through fjords, lots of glaciers. It was rugged water down around Cape Horn. Lots of stories of, of Magellan and all the different explorers who have, uh, have <laughs> well, some of them have died down there. Lots of shipwrecks. I went over to the Isla Malvinas, which are the Falcon Islands, and there's a very interesting story behind that, and they, how Argentina still claims it as its own, even though it is British-held. Went up into Uruguay and saw Montevideo, and loved, really loved uh, Uruguay, and especially the Mercado there, where they have the wonderful asada. They, they keep, they cook their meat over these big fires, and it's just delicious. And of course, to Buenos Aires, where the Recoleta Cemetery is most famous for all the different dignitaries that are buried there and millions and millions of dollars. And, of course, uh, Evita, Eva Perón, Eva Duarte Perón is also buried there. The most interesting monument I saw in the cemetery was this huge, huge monument that must have cost millions and millions of dollars. And it was uh, the, the monument or the grave of the defender of the poor. He was the minister of the poor. So you can imagine what he did to the poor. I doubt if he helped them. In any case, it was a fabulous experience. I hope you get the opportunity to visit South America. And I'll be writing about it and doing more about it in the future. 
So stay tuned and you'll find out. Well, coming up uh, next is going to be the amazing Anna Weber. So I hope you will stay with us so that we can talk about love in the springtime, creating great relationships, and having more fun in life. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We're having a lot of adventures today. Stay with us. We have lots coming your way. The choice is in your heart. 